Rusty. And he's not. And this is the Dusty and Rusty Show. Oh, yeah. He sent us down there looking for alligators. Yeah, but they're torting on there. I know. There ain't no, no alligators in Missouri. I think he was just pulling our legs. No, he didn't grab hold of my leg at all or nothing. I mean, I don't see why. I, it was like we didn't have to bring nothing back. Like, uh, you know, no. Well, uh, you know, it's like uh, he might have sent us down there to get rid of us for something. No. He loved us like we was his sons. We is his sons. Pappy sat me down one day and told me, he said, never take a horse to a dance. Oh, he did. And I got a lot of meaning, got a lot of meaning out of that. And you know, I never did take my uh, horse to the dance. Pappy was smart. Well, I, I imagine that's, that's probably good advice, you know, because they got four feet and they could just step on other people's toes and that wouldn't be good and you'd get thrown out of the dance. But how do you know something would have been wrong with you taking a horse to the dance if you never did. Well, the sheriff had his pig there. Yeah. I mean, I've seen all sorts. I've seen chickens at the dance. Yeah. Pappy told me that, too. Boy, he's powerful smart. He is. He never he never really taught me that kind of stuff. Uh, he didn't like you. No, I know. He liked you best. But that's okay, because uh, Granny used to tell me stuff. <laughs> what did Granny tell you? I can't think of any of it right now, but <laughs> it was it was powerful stuff. Like, uh, oh, I remember one time she said, don't never go barefoot at Johnny's house when his kids got his Legos out. <laughs> That's a pretty good idea right there. Yeah. Saved my foot some wear and tear. Pappy never told me nothing about Johnny. Yeah, he didn't like Johnny very well. I mean, he didn't like anybody but you. I uh, know. I was his favorite. I, I'm not I'm not holding it against you. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad, Jane. So, so Dusty. Um, what do you think about all this, uh, this new UFO information the government's going to be putting out? Well, I, I don't know there, Rusty. I figure, you know, we spending all that money to go up and check on them. How much are they going to spend to check on us? Well, that, well, that's a good thought. Uh, but you remember, uh, Ted Tadwallader now, uh, he used to live in this, this area and, uh, he claimed to be abducted by aliens at one time. He said they were a superior race. Uh, you can't talk about race on here now. Well, I mean, it's not its not like that kind of race. I mean, he said they were superior beings. Oh, 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 oh. I, 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 I get much of meaning now. Well, you know, Ted said he also had lunch with the Easter Bunny. Well, I know, and that's the other thing that I was going to say. I mean, uh, he told us that he went flying around Saturn with them aliens, and then before you know it, the next month he was—he uh, said he was in the woods and Sasquatch started talking to him. Uh huh. So, yeah, and then like you said, the Easter Bunny thing—I just—I don't know. What if the government comes out with stuff like that? Like they've been talking to Sasquatch and had a picnic with the Easter Bunny. What? What? Do you ever see the Easter Bunny? Well, yeah, of course. I never talked to him. Never had lunch with him. It'd probably be carrots anyway. Yeah, I don't, and I don't like carrots. Yeah, I knew that. Pappy always said, boy, eat your carrots. And you said to no, Pappy. Yeah, and then I'd, I'd get swatted on my behind. and 
have to eat the carrots anyway. But uh, anyway, enough about carrots. Um, so I'm I'm just wondering, do you think there's a government conspiracy uh, to to you know with Sasquatch and UFOs and the Easter Bunny and all that? Do you think do you think what they're going to come out with is real? Yeah, some of these things is real because I seen it myself. You're listening to the Dusty and Rusty Show, spreading kindness and love all over. You seen a UFO? Uh uh-uh. uh. What is it? What is what? What's a UFO? An unidentified flying object. Well, anything that I've been having thrown at me, I've always been able to identify it. It was flying. Yeah, like a football, but I mean, this, these are things you can't tell what they are. Oh, you mean like flying saucer? Well, yeah. That's that, that's the that's what other people call them, yeah. You don't never explain nothing right. I know. No wonder Peppy didn't like you. Yeah, no wonder. <laughs> so did you ever see any flying discs? I mean, that... I don't mean frisbees or something like that, and that's probably a trademark name. We'll probably get in trouble for using it. But I mean, I don't, I don't mean the toy thing. I mean like a real light in the sky, blinking and a blinking and and a zooming off. <laughs> well, I'm gonna tell you my point on this. Okay. Are you listening? Uh-huh. They supposed to be real super smart, ain't they? Yep. Then how come there ain't been a model change in what people's been seeing since 1949? Everybody sees a flying saucer. Ain't nobody ever seen a flying fondue dish or anything like that. That's a good point. I never thought about that. I mean, you know, you look at the cars they used to have back in the 60s and big old fins in the back end, and now everything's nice and sleek. Yeah. If they're so smart, how come they didn't come out with like a... A flying salad fork. Ooh, a flying salad fork. That'd be cool. Yeah. I got my workshop later. I might try to make a model of that. Well... If you get that done and you make that, I got the patent on it because it's my idea. You might be my brother and all, but uh, I ain't going to give you no money for something I'll funk up. Well, I mean, just, you know, just the cost of making the model and stuff So all I'm asking. What you going to make it out of? Stingy old coot. I ain't telling you. <laughs> hey, well, if it's going to be bubblegum toothpicks, it ain't going to be much. But if you use the fancy metals and stuff. It's easy for you to say. <laughs> no, I, I figured I'd make an acrylic model with the blinking lights and stuff, you know. What's acrylic? It's the type of plastic you can see through, like you see a salad fork. Oh. You know, when you go buy a salad in a store or something, and they give you that plastic clear fork. That's exactly what it looks like, except it's going to blink and go high speed. What kind of motor are you going to put in it? Oh, well, that's another thing. See, now that's the one that I got patented, because I, I already done invented a, a anti-gravity device. you done what? I have invented an anti-gravity device. How does it work? You throw it up in the air, and it stays up in the air for a short time, and then comes back down. How long's a short time? And while it's up there, it's a couple seconds tops. It depends <laughs> on, you know, throw a feather up, it lasts a little longer. <laughs> oh, yeah, you go ahead and laugh. It, it, it's the basic principle I'm talking about here. <laughs> I mean, everybody knows you throw something up in the air, it kind of sits there for a, a split second, and then... <laughs> comes back down to the ground so you've got to trap that one little split second and it'll stay up there for a long time and it'll be sitting there and gravitating huh yeah so uh it needs a little work but i think i'll get it uh i'll get it patented you get it patented huh yeah it just means that you get a patent and then you're like the daddy of the thing and you can so, make as many as you want and sell them and other people uh, can't. how far are you along in this 
anti-gravitating thing. Well, I got as far as being able to throw certain things up <laughs> and seeing how they kind of hang up there like a feather. It takes longer than an iron ball. And I tried to throw the anvil up, damn near threw out my back. Because I think what's going on is I think there's these little ghost-like spirits that kind of hold it up there just for an instant. And if I can convince them to keep hold of that, we got it beat. And now, for another mailbag moment! Dear Dusty and Rusty, I've been farming for years and ain't making no money at it. Want some money making this crop I can grow. Signed, Desperate in Duluth. Is that Minnesota? Yeah, that's Minnesota. Uh, well, desperate. Uh, part of the problem here is that there are some money-makingest crops you could grow that are not quite legal yet. Um, it depends on what state you're in. Uh, but next to that, I found that the money-makingest crop is the money plant. So you grow the money plant, and then you tell people that it grows money, and then they sell like hotcakes. Hey, everybody! It's that time of year again. Mr. Bonzono's Circus and Carnival is coming to town next week. That's right, you can go lose all your money at the games and maybe win a little tiny prize. Also, we got a special on Thursday where Daryl Dog and his Kennel Dog Band are going to be playing all night long for free. So come on down and have some fun. Uh, let's see. Oh, dear Dusty and Rusty. I see cows go in under trees when it's absorbent. Are they stupid or something? What if lightning was to hit the tree? Signed, Concerned Cow Watcher. Dear Concerned Cow Watcher, the cows would run away. What the heck do you think? Are you stupid? I mean, a cow sitting there and he's standing next to a tree and it gets hit by lightning. What's he going to do? Look up at it and go, moo? He's going to run like heck. I was going to try one here, Rusty. Hey, fellers, I'm new to farming, and I'm trying to figure out why my cows won't give me their milk, and what can I do about it? Signed, Freddy, new farmer. Well, it's pretty simple, Freddy. Everybody knows that you can't get cows to give you their milk. You got to go learn how to milk them and take their milk, because if you're waiting for them to squirt the milk out on their own, they ain't going to do it. Dear Dusty and Rusty, I know you guys are only part-time farmers and all, but is it easier to raise chickens than, or some other animals? Oh, uh, that's from Anonymous. It looks like there ain't no signature on it, but that's okay. Uh, so whoever you are, obviously, the lighter the animal, the easier it is to raise. I would not suggest going out and trying to lift up a one-ton bull when you could lift up, you know, two or three chickens pretty easily. All right, I'll pull out another one from the mailbag here. It says, hey, guys, I got a question about starting a farm. Is there some kind of thing I can get so I can practice milking some cows? I'm afraid of the real ones and figure like a cow mannequin or something would help. Signed, Chicken Farmer. Well, dear Chicken Farmer, it ain't like you was going to go to Amazon.com. You ain't going to find a cow mannequin. Now, the best thing you can do is get you some rubber gloves and poke holes in them and just tie them to the bottom of the sawhorse and just start squeezing. (music) 
I didn't know you knew French. I could speak all kinds of languages. What do you want here? Um, good morning in Malaysian. Good morning in Malaysian. Right. That's that's what I want to hear. That's what I just said. What? See, if you talk real slow, the furthers understand you. Really? I thought you just had to talk louder. You slower, you say? Yeah. They they ain't hard to hear it. They just can't understand somebody talks real fast. I'll have to try that. That was in Russian. Did it sound right? <laughs> that sounded just like Russian to me. All right. Oh, guy, you're telling me all sorts of new things every day. You know that every time. Blame it on Pappy. Well, that's true. He never did tell me much. That's what they do up there at that uh, place in Washington, that their pentagram thing. Pivot ring? Pentagram. You know, where all the armies and navies and uh, Boy Scouts and everything goes. Uh, Pappy never told me about that, so I don't know nothing. Oh, yeah, it's a big, big building up there in Washington, D.C. It's called the pentagram. Oh, the pentagram. Yeah. I thought you were saying something about an off-ramp. No, no, no. Okay, yeah. Well, I'm sure if you're driving on the highway in Washington, D.C., you probably got to take the off-ramp to get to the Pentagram. Probably. I've never been there. But that ain't what you were talking about. You made me forget. Yeah, i know. I never been there neither, but you were just... I forgot, too. <laughs> that's what happens when we get old, ain't it? Yep, that's just what happens. Well, that's about all we got time for this week there, uh, Dusty. So uh, I guess uh, out there in the listening audience, you just uh, come by next week. We'll have an entirely different show for you. He's Dusty. And he's Rusty. And this, this has been the Dusty and Rusty, Rusty Show. show.